Hi, you're listening to Tales from the Jungle, Living with Addiction. This is a podcast written and produced by a mom of an addict, specifically for other families who live with and or interact with an addicted family member. An integral part of my journey has been my dependence on God to get me through. In this episode, I explore the impact of God on my life and my journey. While not everyone has the same belief in God, relying on Him has helped me in my darkest times, and I believe everyone needs that kind of belief. Welcome back to Tales from the Jungle. It's Easter Sunday and no better time to talk about God. After all, our journey is not a straight line. The bumps in the road are both real and imagined. If you're like me, I second guess all my decisions and maybe it's just a course correction that's required, but um, I start agonizing over what I see regarding many problems I see lying, household items disappearing. So during that time, what is it that gets me through while I try and sort out the partial truth from what I've been told? I tend to fill in the blanks. I take a story and I need the beginning to the end. And if someone gives me a jigsaw puzzle where I get a piece here, a piece there, and a piece there, I need to fill in all those blanks. I need a full, complete picture So if I don't have the picture coming from Casey, I need to figure it out myself. And sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong, but it's not always the healthiest way to look at things. But it was all I had because it was how I coped. And I found that in order to cope, the best way for me to cope was to take a step back and to let go and let God, as they say. That's such an important saying because it's so true. And Things get to be sayings because they help people or they they are truisms. This for me was something that I constantly remind myself because I so, it's all about that control. I want to make sure I can guide the things so I make sure nothing's going off course, that, that Casey stays on the course that she's made for, that I stay on my course and everything becomes this harmonious family. And we can't always do that. So if I step back and say, God has a plan, I need to let his plan prevail, not mine, everything works for his greater good, then I can take a breath, I can let it go, I can not be in control. Because something is a crisis with Casey doesn't mean it's my crisis. I can let her take a day, take two days, let her cool down, let me cool down. When we get in a heated argument, I have to step back because it just keeps escalating. And it is so hard to calm the situation down. If I keep a calm, monitored tone, sometimes I can do it, but not always. And then we start going down these rabbit holes. She will take one little piece of something that I said and go off in a totally different direction and try and get me on all these mini little arguments 
at some point in time early on, I used to forget where we even started. And I found I had to be very clear before I started a conversation with her where my conversation was going. I needed to know in my mind, what is the purpose of my conversation with her? What is my expected outcome? What is my hoped for outcome? And what's my probable outcome? Those may be the same or they may be totally different. But I had to be clear in my mind so that when she started going off and asking me questions about one little thing or saying that there was a, an untruth in something that I said based on this, this, and this, I can say we need to get back to the topic we're on, the subject matter that we were discussing. And later on, if you have questions, if you want to go and talk about these other things, we can do that. But right now, this is the topic that I brought up. This is what I want to discuss. And once we get through that and get a resolution on that, then um, at another time we can talk about things that you want to talk about. Um, Because this was my discussion that I started but that may or may not go well because sometimes she just doesn't want to talk about it and she's looking for any way that she can to get out of talking about it. And if I understand that that's kind of where her head's at and that she really doesn't want to talk about it, I will understand that she may just start an argument to get out of it because if she starts an argument and it keeps escalating, she can just stop and say, okay, I'm done don't want to talk about it and get out of talking about that original subject matter. And I think she does it on purpose sometimes, but I think it's so ingrained in the way she's been doing things for so long that sometimes she doesn't even realize that that's what she's doing. That's not to say I'm perfect when I'm talking to her. I get, have my own things, my own agendas, my own things that I'm trying to do and things that she says, bring up other things for me. And all these past hurts, I have to let them go. If I couldn't forgive from the past, they're going to keep coming up. And so I have to have forgiven those so that I don't keep going on into that other area where we get so sidetracked that we accomplish absolutely nothing. I think the most important times that I turn to God are when I'm alone with my thoughts, and I keep going back over and over and over again the conversations that I had earlier in the day or the day before, trying to ferret out the truth from the lies, trying to understand why I feel so betrayed, all of that. And at some point in time, I have to turn that into a prayer to God and turn it over to Him. And then also remember gratitude. While Casey may not remember gratitude much of the time, I need to be grateful for so much that has been given to me and how much that I have been able to accomplish through him. And that has been extremely important to me. And remembering that changes my frame of mind. It changes my physiology. It changes everything about me. And to remain grateful and understand that there is a kindness in many, many people that I can't just get so self-involved in my discussions with Casey that the rest of my family gets no attention, 
that I forget what the outside world is and I don't let other people in. So just because I have a belief in God doesn't mean that that's the only thing that's important. A really good support system, a well-grounded support system is also important. But they come in handy at different times. My support system is really great for when I've got something that I'm wrestling with and I haven't heard God speak to me and I'm trying to figure out what is it that I should do? How should I handle it? Should I take an action? Should I not take an action? And being able to bounce that off people that I trust, people that I know won't lie to me, and people that I know only have my best intentions in their heart for me. And being able to rely on them and their judgment doesn't usurp mine, but it helps supplement what I think and how I think about it. And I may take their advice, I may not, but at the same time, I can go back and reflect and say, how did my advice work out? How did their advice work out? What should I do in the future? It's always that self-reflection, always going back and analyzing to say what worked this time, what didn't work. Um, maybe it's a different circumstance later and maybe something different will work. But what can I take out of this that I can use in the future when I'm analyzing what it is I need to do? Some people turn to meditation when they need to let go, they need to calm themselves, they need to get to a better place. And while meditation is great, it can do so many beneficial things. I, for me, it doesn't replace God because meditation is inward focused and it's self-focused. And God takes me outside of myself and re makes me realize that it's not me controlling things. It's not my own little world, that there's so much outside of myself. And that's the other thing is, does Casey believe in God? And, and she fights really hard to prove that she does not believe in God. And that becomes a real problem for her as well, because she will not look at things from a God perspective and she will not take herself, be able to take herself out of things. Her only calming influence is her cat, which can't help with the moral dilemmas. It can't keep her on track. And I think that it does impact her morally. She doesn't feel compelled to always make moral judgments because there's nothing that she answers to. There's no power that she looks at to say, is this right or wrong? What do I care if it's right or wrong? I want what I want and I want it now. And that growing out of that takes a maturity. It takes a, an ability to see around a corner, but it also takes being able to step outside herself. That's probably why the first step in the 12 steps is admitting that there's a higher power. And whether or not Casey believes doesn't impact my belief. Um, I have my own theories why she refuses to believe in God, but her non-belief has made her journey so much more difficult. She tends to take the most difficult road uh, to get to the other side of anything. 
there could be a straight line and she'll go as far around that straight line as possible. And I'm not sure why. I don't know whether it's just to prove that she can do it on her own and that she doesn't want to follow the straight line that she knows that I would suggest. She has an amazing sense of common sense, but her judgment tends to disregard that common sense. And she's even told me, oh yeah, my I knew that that was wrong and that was going to not work out well, but I decided to disregard that and just do it my the way I wanted to. I'm not sure why she still does that, but it has made her life 10 times more difficult. Even being sober, even um, having the growth that she has since she's stopped using, she still reverts back to old patterns and finds it difficult to find her, her way. And I think it would be easier if she had an anchor like God and I can't make that happen for her. Only she can make that decision for herself. And it may or may not ever happen, but I can't change my beliefs or anything that I do based on what she's decided for herself in that way. When I was searching for ways that I could incorporate God and my spirituality with dealing with all of these problems and situations, I stumbled across Celebrate Recovery. It's usually at a Christian church. And what I found is that they have a service usually at in the evening time. They usually do some kind of sing, song worship, and then they split off into groups depending on what the, they deal with all different kinds of issues. It's not just addiction. It's, it's also, well, it's sex addiction. It's also all kinds of different addiction and so on, but they put everyone into the groups of why you're there. And that helps because, you know, when you're off meeting and talking about very personal things, it's only other people who are in the same situation you are. However, these groups are only as good as the people who attend. I think that the format and the idea behind Celebrate Recovery is awesome. I really, really was taken with the whole idea of it. But you have to find a group of people who are strong, who are willing to learn from each other, and who are not just there to talk about their problems without trying to make any forward headway. Um, if it's done in the way that it was meant, people can help each other and it really becomes a, um, a group that you all help each other. It's a support group, but it's also a way of getting ideas on how to deal with problems and things like that. So it might be worth checking out in your area if it's something that, that you believe in and that that's something that interests you. As I get to the end of this episode, I want to wish everyone a very happy Easter if you're listening to this on Easter Sunday. If it isn't Easter Sunday when you're listening, then I wish you a very happy two weeks until I come back to talk to you again. If you found this helpful, please leave a review at your local podcast site to help others find it. You can find me also on Twitter at Chelsea's Jungle if you want to leave comments or questions. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Music is Riding the Dragon by Movie Theater.